manifestations of love. That morning, with an atmosphere of newness that comes with the first day back at school, the bocadillos crammed in amongst the books in Chloe's backpack and the backpack on my back, we left the house to walk down the hill and across the valley, with Bumble and Bow, the dogs, sniffing the fresh morning scents behind us. The first rays of sunshine were already warming the far side of the valley as we walked past the stable, pausing to catch the cacophony of farting and coughing with which the sheep habitually start the day, and hastened upriver amongst the oleanders and tamarisk to the bridge. Our bridge, being a ramshackle contrivance of worm-eaten eucalyptus beams thrown across the river, has no railings, and tends to sag and creak if you creep gingerly across it. So we don't. Casting caution to the side, we leap down the bank and race across as fast as we can go. For late summer, there was a good flow of red-tinged, iron-rich water rushing down the river. With only minutes to go now, we scrambled into the aged Land Rover, no doors, and accelerated off along the sandy tracks in the riverbed and up the hill towards the final stop on the school bus route, just above La Thenithera, the farm where our Dutch neighbour Bernardo lives. Jesus, who keeps a flock of goats and sheep high up on Carrasco, the hill farm opposite us, was already there in his little white van, and Bernardo was leaning on its roof, chatting to him through the open window. In a cloud of dust we hurtled past the little gathering and raced to get the car turned round before the bus came. The dust had hardly settled before the bus nosed cautiously round the corner. There was a rush and tumble of frantic kissing as Bernardo kissed his son Sebastian, Jesus kissed his boys José and Javier, and I kissed Chloe, and they climbed onto the bus, leaving us three fathers waving until it disappeared round the corner. And so began the morning's meeting of the three fathers of the valley, Bernardo, Jesus and me, or the bus club, as I like to call it. I think we all rather cherished being able once again to have these few minutes together at the start of a weekday. We had missed it over the long summer months. It gave us a chance to discuss what was going on in the valley, exchange what scant news there was from the town, and reminisce a little. Inspired, perhaps, by the presence of a horrible-looking cur of a dog that was sniffing the wheel of Jesus's van, perhaps with a view to urinating in a small way against it, Bernardo was telling a scurrilous tale that featured dogs. We learned that he had a bitch on heat, and he had locked her in the bathroom in order to protect her from the lascivious attentions of the hordes of male curs who had travelled from the four corners of the province of Granada to press their suits. I locked her in the bathroom, he said, because it's the only place with a lock on the door, and there was all these dogs howling and barking and slobbering about the place all night long, and I don't want them to get at her. Very sensible, Jesus and I concurred. Only when I come out in the morning, the whole lot of them was down in the bathroom with the bitch. They gone and dug a hole through the roof. Ah, I observed sagely. You can't lock the door on love, Bernardo. Jesus grinned in agreement. That's not love, exclaimed Bernardo, looking at us in amazement. That's just dogs fucking. Of course we spoke in Spanish, because Jesus was limited to his native tongue but I have written this little exchange in a sort of cod-Dutch English, in an attempt to give the flavour of Bernardo's Spanish, which is extremely good, but at least as idiosyncratic as my own. Turning to Jesus, 
I asked after Anna and Maria José, his two daughters. Not so long ago, they too had waited for this same bus, like two baby birds they seemed with backpacks on. But a couple of years ago, they'd left to go to university in Granada. It's always a pleasure to ask Jesus about his daughters, just to see the honest pride it stirs in him. When they were schoolgirls, Jesus would answer with a fond, if slightly mystified, expression, Oh, they're doing fine. He wasn't even really sure what they were studying. It was so far removed from the experience of this hard-working man who had lived and raised his family by the strength of his arm and the milk of his goats. But the day that Anna and Maria José took their seats in the lecture halls of Granada University, one to study business administration, the other economics, was a giant step for their family and the valley, and it was felt by all of us. A generation earlier, it would have been almost impossible for country girls like these to attend.